Clinical Issues by Renee Wright Excess Absorption of Fluid Distension Media Question. What adverse health effects are associated with excess absorption of fluid distension media during minimally invasive procedures like cystoscopy, hysteroscopy, or arthroscopy? Answer. Complications involving fluid overload resulting from fluid extravasation or intravasation during minimally invasive procedures that use fluid distension media are rare but can be serious. Fluid extravasation occurs when fluid moves into the tissues and can lead to edema, airway compromise, abdominal distension, and compartment syndromes near the operative site. Fluid intravasation occurs when fluid is absorbed into the vasculature through vessels that are disrupted during resection of tissue and can lead to hyponatremia, hypervolemia, and cardiovascular, pulmonary, or neurological complications. Several studies have reported instances of airway compromise with shoulder arthroscopy and intra-abdominal compartment syndrome after hip arthroscopy that were associated with extravasated fluid that had moved into the tissues. Complications related to fluid distension media occur in less than 1% of operative or other invasive procedures, but the risk increases as the length of the procedure and the degree of tissue dissection increase. The updated AORN, Guideline for Minimally Invasive Surgery, recommends that perioperative RNs perform a preoperative assessment to identify patients at increased risk of developing complications related to the use of intraoperative fluid distension media. Patients who may be at an increased risk include older adults and those who 1. are premenopausal, 2. are overweight, 3 have allergies or sensitivities to medication. 4. Take certain medications, for example, diuretics. 5. Have comorbidities, for example, heart failure, renal dysfunction. And 6. Are undergoing procedures known to carry a higher risk of complications related to fluid distension media, for example, hysteroscopy, hip arthroscopy, transurethral resection, TUR of the prostate. One example of a complication related to fluid distension media is TUR syndrome, which was named because it was first reported in TUR of the prostate procedures, although it can also occur in other fluid-based procedures. For example, hysteroscopy. When hypotonic non-electrolyte fluid, for example, dextran, glycine, is used, transurethral resection syndrome results when excessive amounts of hypotonic non-electrolyte solution are absorbed into the vasculature. The absorption of excess hypotonic solution changes the plasma sodium concentration and the tonicity of the cells, resulting in a fluid shift. The plasma sodium concentration decreases rapidly if the volume of fluid infused into the patient exceeds the capacity of the kidneys to excrete the excess fluid. Patients with TUR syndrome can experience nausea and vomiting, hypotension, bradycardia, chest pain, altered mentation, paresthesia, changes in vision, seizures, and coma. Treatment of TUR syndrome and fluid overload resulting from fluid distension media is similar and generally depends on the clinical presentation.
Treatment for fluid overload can include respiratory support, for example, supplemental oxygen, endotracheal intubation with ventilatory support, administration of diuretics to eliminate excess fluid, hypertonic IV sodium chloride to treat the electrolyte imbalance, and bicarbonate to correct acidosis, and continued monitoring until symptoms and fluid and electrolyte imbalances resolve. Healthy adults can accommodate some fluid absorption, but older adult patients or patients with comorbidities, for example, cardiovascular or renal dysfunction, are less tolerant and at an increased risk of developing hyponatremia and fluid overload. It is important to monitor patients undergoing procedures involving fluid distension media intraoperatively for signs of fluid absorption, including changes in core body temperature, vital signs, for example, blood pressure, heart rate, and laboratory test values, for example, electrolytes, as well as swelling of the face, neck, or abdomen. The perioperative team should collaborate to 1. Determine safe patient-specific fluid deficit thresholds. 2. Monitor and report the fluid volume deficit regularly throughout the procedure. 3. Use automated fluid management systems and fluid infusion pumps according to the manufacturer's instructions for use and verify settings with the surgeon. And 4. Implement interventions when specified fluid deficit thresholds are reached. For example, continue monitoring, terminate procedure.